What's up, hello to the world out there. We are ready to showcase episode 179, Bloodshot Eyes and Sore Thumbs Podcast. It's the podcast from edgystances.com, where we rehash the happenings of the week and our fave hobbies. That's gaming and radness. And both of those are to be had this week. Before we get into all that, let's uh, let's do this manners thing with some intros and some thank yous. I'm Jacob, hello, known as Rattle, to anyone important to me. Hello, hello. Joined by the bird entourage over here of the Eagle. Hello. What's good? Hello, sir. How are you doing? I couldn't be better, man. Nice, man. Nice, man. <laughs> All right. And we call him Crow, but he is elder to his uh, his uh, crow horts. There, there we go. Crostituents. <laughs> is he whiz or is he wank? My crostituency. <laughs> this is the old Crow Brent. Hello to you. Hello, everybody. Hello, Eagle. Jacob. What is good, sir? Chilling, man. Uh, just slashing people up with my katanas. Just just freeing Tsushima? Yeah. Nice. Oh, loving, it. Video game. loving it a lot, actually. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Very good, very good. And, uh, yeah, okay, so thank you, Brent. And a uh, big old thank you goes out to you. Not Brent, Me? but, like, everybody oh. listening. Well, thanks, Everyone Brent. Everyone else. <laughs> you and all of you for listening. <laughs> thank you. As Jay-Z says, you can be anywhere in the world, and you're here with us. We appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, we are on the social networks. We are at Edgy Stances, and we have a Discord. Get with us about all that. Tell us what you're gaming on, get in et cetera, the et cetera, et cetera. I want to talk to you. I want to see your profile picture. I want to know. The eagle wants to talk to you, and the eagle wants your TikTok. I, I do. I will watch you dance. I will watch you. He wants to TikTok to you. Hey, you want, you know what the new hotness is? What's that hotness? Making fun of your old Halloween costumes. And boy, <laughs> there's, just, there's just some straight fire out there. Choice, choice, fire. Uh-huh. That, that that algorithm, real good. USDA <laughs> choice, fire. Man, no matter what's going on in the media with like TikTok and whatnot and what it is and blah 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 blah, there's still people with their creativity making those videos, and they are hilarious. And uh, I miss Vine. Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James. Anyway, okay, whatever, whatever. All right. Um. I let's start uh, on the radness side. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question real quick, Brent. Sure. Um, well, want to talk about music just a little bit because I was going to say J Cole released two new singles and they're pretty lit. And I saw the Gorillas did two, but I had yeah. not gotten around to it. And I want to know what you had to say about that because I know uh, you. Uh, you were really into their music. Pac-Man with uh, featuring Schoolboy Q. Nice, nice. Is that what you're Is talking about? Is it still about? like this one song at a time kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, from Song Machine. So I guess they're just, like, releasing a song every, like, two weeks or so. Um, And then eventually it'll be a whole album, I I guess. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the new one, not so bad. I'm into it. Awesome. I think it's really cool, like, with everything going, like, so many people are using Apple Music or Spotify or whatever you use. It's, like, changing around how the artists are even releasing their music now. And, uh... I think it's pretty cool. It's almost like more interaction with fans and stuff. But yeah, so that was on the radness side. Another thing on the radness side that I have is uh, Rocket League is going free to play. Rad. Interesting. Rad. Just had a big rubber radness stamp. Why is it going free to play? I, I don't know. 
Hasn't <laughs> this know, game been basically epic? free for like a lot of people to play anyways? I mean, I guess <laughs> like it was free to it was what PS Plus game for PlayStation. And it was free when it started. It's just Psionics, right? And then it went to Game Pass, hmm. and um, PlayStation didn't really have a counterpart for that at the time. I don't recall seeing it on Play on PS Now either. It was anyways, a, it was a it's PS going free to Plus play. game, I think, at one point. Gotcha. How many games in the future are we going to be playing that are completely free? Um, Is yeah, but then it almost. Uh, makes up for the fact that we're probably going to be paying $70 for games. It's like, ah, well, you know, half the games I play are free. Okay. Hey, Battle Pass. Definitely pretty weird, though. Hmm. Battle Pass. (laughs) Skins. Dope skins. (laughs) Dope skins, bro. But yeah, Rocket League, Rocket Cars, Soccer, all that. It's, um, yeah. I'll be curious to hop back into Rocket League when it has another influx of free-to-play players. That might be... Like a ton of fun to... I don't know, man. <laughs> like, go eat. <laughs> Just make a new account. I played doubles, so that could be problematic. Yeah, sure, because <laughs> you're going to get one on your team for sure. Oh, my goodness, man. It gets it gets a little, gets a little nuts out there. But that's what, I, that's what happens because I have so much time served, but then I never play a lot of comp. Never played a lot of comp in Rocket League. It's just been quick play. So, like, I get low-ranked people, <laughs> I guess... And but then with how long I've played, the other team is can be pretty formidable, I guess in my matchmaking. Maybe I'm just bad. Game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. It's probably what it is. <laughs> I already have an idea. <laughs> so like, <clears throat> my week was dominated pretty much by Ghost of Tsushima, and this Xbox showcase showdown. Oh yeah, and also all the things we have to do to survive, like you know work and all that. But it's um. I don't want to just dive right into it. If y'all had any radness you wanted to broadcast or anything, or like I'm kind of chomping at the bit a little bit to get into this, uh, all the world premieres. They dusted off the old world premiere voice. Yeah, they did. Let's talk about some world premieres. <laughs> that person stays at work. World premiere in a world with premieres. So, yeah. So, uh, unsurprisingly, they kind of had. You know, their showcase of games. Um, just some notes I wanted to say up front. We didn't get a price. We didn't get a release date. We didn't get, like, really any Elden Ring. Yeah, <laughs> Elden Ring didn't make an appearance. Um, I shouldn't have said anything. Everybody just turned off the show now. Yeah, yeah, you, you've set the tone. <laughs> For those of you who are still here. <laughs> uh, they did talk about I 4. actually 3. have a theory about release date, which will come up a little bit later in our notes and such. Mm. Um, if you don't mind me saying for you boys, um, we're working off of a list from, uh, did you say it was true achievements? Yeah. They kind of had the, the roundup that I'm looking at currently. Okay. Um, I can be pretty self-absorbed. So like I kind of have a list, but I, I don't really have opinions on some of the games that kind of came up. So, um, yeah, I figured Wait, wasn't it like, literally, I don't want to accidentally skip over nothing though. If you guys had anything to say about some I, stuff. So. I mean, it wasn't it just Halo infinite. <laughs> Were there other games? Uh, Yeah, a couple. (laughs) That was cool how they opened with it. Did they open with that? Mm -hmm. So they did a pre-show with Jeff Keighley on YouTube. um, That was an hour long, and it did have some um, announcements, reveals, stuff like that. So 
I figured we'd start with that because some of it's pertinent. And then, um, yeah, at the Xbox. I'm all ears because I missed it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm here. Hell yeah. There'll be some good stuff for you here. So um, kicking things off with uh, the first thing they showed, the first premiere was Dragon Quest Twelve, or excuse me, Eleven S. Elevens? Elevens? Yeah. Elevens? <laughs> Echoes of nice. an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. That's a lot. Yep. So Is Elevens spelled out? No, XI. Or is it just 1-1-S? One, one, one okay, gotcha. <laughs> XI. Um, coming to Xbox uh, December 4th and will be Game Pass. So, like, cool. That'd be awesome. I, man, like, again, what a time to be a gamer with xbox and that sounds like a commercial but sony's trying to keep up yeah um and so we don't have to like beat the dead horse over and over again almost all if not all of these games are coming to game pass yep so like it was a it was I mean, a if they're game at pass. the showcase show oh no you're right we saw a couple games in there from like rare and stuff well all the rare Wait. games they're microsoft owned so those are all coming to um nice game pass but like watchdogs legion and stuff like that are not coming to game pass did you see legion yeah here let me get started. i'll keep rolling <sighs> my uh, bad so next up we saw exo mecha which caught my eye for sure this game looked neat uh it is first person shooter with man it's like tough to describe it looked like arc kind of like a sparse beach um but with like transformer style mechs fighting and you were kind of like human sized with a gun. I, like, I don't know. Very flashy trailer. It look, looked like it maybe could be shallow to a degree, but there was some interesting stuff going on. Um, I wish was, I had seen the Jeff Keeley show. On there. Yeah. Man. Big robots. Big Sign robots. Dude. Shiny metal. Armored Core <laughs> from software. Um, but yeah, Sorry. so Continue. Exomecha looked all right. It's coming in 2021. Uh, it's going to be free to play. Um, so next up, just for you, Jake, they showed Watch Dogs Legion, which, like, nothing really new there. Just kind of more flavor with its... Um, October 29th release date. So, um, you know, that's right around the corner. They also said yeah. that Xbox Series X upgrade will be coming later. So, what have they been calling that? The smart update? Smart delivery. They've been referring to it. Smart delivery. Yeah. So that means what? If it recognizes your hardware, it'll automatically yeah, get so you the, the new package? If there is a package available the yeah smart delivery is the software behind everything that will get you like the highest package that your device can perform whether you're in a a 1x a 1s and a series x you know whatever the case may be excellent yeah um which on that are you into watchdogs i mean i know that's one of your favorites yeah yeah i mean a lot of people are kind of booing the newer looking concept on there but I've just always liked the hook of um, it being a modern kind of tech theme 
and then using the cell phones and stuff and kind of the idea of the uh, using our modern convenience against us kind of angle I found really intriguing about it. And at the time when the first Watch Dogs came out, the whole controlling from your cell phone thing. Yeah. Like even the watered down version that ended up coming later in the when Watch Dogs finally came out, that was still pretty, pretty tight. That was cool to me. It was. They're good. I'm still into it. Love the music. Love the aesthetic. It's great. Mm Mm-hmm. But a lot of people hate it. It's multiplayer is garbage, too. Well, the invasions are sick, which is like I hadn't played Dark Souls yet, so I didn't recognize that for what it was. But, like, the invasions were super dope. I ended up loving that. But then it's like 2v2s and stuff. Nah. Nah, it didn't fit right. Everything was the invasions and hacking and stuff was... Like super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So next up was like, I think maybe a possible little quiet banger in here. Echo Generation. Did you guys see the trailer for this? No. No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's got like some I real. I've sh- seen this show. Real Stranger Things vibes um, in the trailer. The, you know, it's kind of like that. Uh, how do you describe it? Like super dense pixel art. Like, it's pixel, but, like, there's a lot of pixels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I see it. Um, That's cool. I like it when they do that. Yeah, it's got a great soundtrack. The trailer's great. You should check it out, Echo Generation. Um, it is a turn-based adventure game about a gang of kids investigating supernatural events. That gives you Stranger Things vibes. Sounds like my life. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, coming to Xbox in 2021, so next year. Boo. Uh, next up, Jake, I know you'll be hyped for this. Hello, Neighbor 2. <laughs> I'm going to say that's fair. The first one, I'm sure they've improved on it. Um, But, man, it was hard to play when it first came out. It didn't run very well. wondering if they've... Oh, dude, it was tough. It was tough. But they ended up making a lot of little spinoffs of that, too. Like Secret, Secret Neighbor. Secret Neighbor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like so this that. is a direct sequel to Hello Neighbor. It takes place directly after the events of the original. So, you know, they had a pretty lengthy trailer. It kind of looked like Hello Neighbor, you know, sneaking around this dude's house. <laughs> the Hello Neighbor saga continues. That's a little right. bit of breaking and entering, you know. They should have called it Hello Neighbor Episode 2. Just like really, really lay it on. Like Origins, really Hello Neighbor, Odyssey. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, next up was kind of a weird one to kind of put the cherry on top. This was the last game they showed at the uh, YouTube pre-show, and that was Balan Wonderland, which hmm. is a new action uh, platformer, kind of like third person from Square Enix. And it looks incredibly Japanese. Hmm. It's. I just see Brent's face. (laughs) Gotcha. It was a little weird. Not sure if I'm fully in on it. Uh, Yeah, that's coming out next year as well. Is usually fire. Square Enix is like 85% fire. Yeah. I mean, they know how to make good games. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Sometimes they have people might be mad at me. Sometimes they make stuff like Deus Ex. I don't know if people are going to be pissed at me for that, but... You don't like Deus Ex? Just couldn't get in... 
I couldn't get into it, dude. Couldn't get into it. I mean, I don't know. once you play, you know what I can get into. Hard to go back. Understood. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard to come back from all of the promises and lofty hopes that I have after seeing the new Halo footage. Yeah, What'd I've you... learned to not expect, therefore never be disappointed. But it was nice to walk in there, watch that video, and be like, yeah. Yeah? You feeling it? Yeah. I'm feeling it. Feel Dude, it. is 2020 just the year of grappling hooks? Yes. <laughs> and so was 2019 and 2018. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they got the, the, the voice of Octane. <laughs> in the trailer and the grappling hook of Pathfinder. Mira, aquí. Going for the whole thing. <laughs> I really feel like that fella was the same voice actor as Octane. I, I could totally hear it. I like just I don't know. Well, if Anyways. You've been around we video got... games long enough, there's only like four voice actors, right? Like they <laughs> just do everything. <laughs> it's probably Troy Baker. That's actually or pretty Nolan real. North. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's Nolan North and Sam South. Oh, okay. Eddie East. Yep. <laughs> Only four of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tough luck. Gotcha. So they open with Halo, which I find is admirable. You know, I really thought they were going to hold that till the end. Nah, man. They hyped Why? it up too much. Just yeah. drop it yeah. up front. So we got to see it. The the, the Mjolnir, 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 the Meow Armor. Um, I got to see it all put together and uh, pass by some subwoofers and then... You know, see the cool new design on there. Which is it new? Do y'all see kind of like a like a shout out to Halo Three? Well, in the suit design mm, for me, shout out to Halo Two. I want to say, like, did Two have the triangle wrist pads? You could be totally right. It might be a mix of both. I mean, it definitely seems bulkier than Halo Two. But Halo 2's Master Chief helmet looked like he had the whole gas mask thing going, like a little square on, like that was separate on the front, and this was just like smooth, almost combat evolved. Look. Mm. I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> Either way, it was... This whole was trailer real... screamed combat evolved to me. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, even from when he first walked off for that little demo, mm-hmm. or whatevs, or uh, that, man, is, you're right. It's Halo, nice and chunky. Um, like the, the bullets look like they hit you, you walk around looking like you're heavy. Did you notice he never jumped during that gameplay? Hmm. Did he not? I was watching the whole time to see if Halo was still going to do the moon jumping. Yes, it will. Yeah. It's got now are they going to do like the ground pound and such? Like when five kind of got a little out of hand. I don't they didn't know. See that, I don't they think, didn't really right? sh- show off many abilities. They kind of showed off, you know, the grappling hook. Which can I say real quick? That looked bad. That was a bad grappling hook. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I always thought the allure of Master Chief was like it was it was a legendary soldier doing this thing because he had unbelievably uh, like unbelievably powerful armor and the help of Cortana, but it was still him pulling this off so to go into halo 5 and i know it's not necessarily master chief it's the spartan fours or fives by that point you know having all these different abilities i feel like that's kind of got away from why people thought halo felt good and why the character feels so badass yeah and it's a it's mm -hmm. a power fantasy it's like what it started from like 
and we're talking about campaign here. We don't know anything about infinite's multiplayer or anything like that. Because I think the multiplayer is what really dug its hooks in for the, the audience. Like, it was a great sci-fi yeah. story and stuff like that. And it's been interesting for years. But, like, the multiplayer is why people still play that game, I think. Absolutely. I agree with you there. I, you know, I mean, I, I, would you say that, at least in the Bungie days, I feel like they gave equal respect to the multi and to the campaign. Like, you can have people that are completely into the campaign and didn't play it. Like, they'll play it over and over and over again, like, on Legendary, like somebody whom I know is listening. <laughs> and it's <laughs> just over and over. Uh, you know, I take that back. I'm talking without thinking because those people play probably play a lot of multiplayer, too. No, no, I just play it on Legendary and and I'll dabble in multiplayer. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. So, speaking of campaign, one thing, did this kind of trip you guys up? Um, It left me a little confused. Master Chief pulled up a world map. Yep. Yeah. With locations of different guns and and objectives on his HUD. Mm -hmm. What does this say to y'all? Uh, each level will be a giant sandbox that you have these objectives you need to clear them bandit camps no (laughs) none of that climbing (laughs) towers to unlock sections of the map grunt bandits (laughs) you gotta climb to the tallest tower and then jump into a hay bale to unlock (laughs) sweet flip man (laughs) <laughs> while the eagle screams in the background no it just like so brent when you say that are you thinking like it's still going to be episodic like the other games were how they each had their own like curated level but it's just not going to be like a beautiful big hallway anymore it's just going to be a big open you deal with this like when you're done get to the ending point we'll go to the next yeah exactly just, you, gotcha. you're pretty much dropped off in a giant arena and there's X, Y, and Z objectives to complete. Once you complete them all, on to the next. This is a distinct departure from Halo gameplay, yeah. which has stayed nearly the same mm-hmm. for almost 20 years now. Yep. And do you think this is going to change the momentum of the campaign for people? Like, how do you play an open world on Legendary? Like, what is... like? And that, you Carefully. Know, more sticky grenades being thrown at you. <laughs> Carefully. Yeah. <laughs> And with this open world concept type thing, are we going to see more collectibles besides skulls and terminals and things mm, like that? I'm sure. Good question. Yeah. Because with the open world comes incentive to explore. Sure. I feel like in the campaigns of the Halo's past, you can find the terminal if in in the middle of this huge firefighter afterwards, you have the wherewithal to maybe look under that bridge. Yeah. You know? Well, like their, their previous games, like... They're all pretty linear, right? They're point A to point B, follow the waypoint, go through the doors. You know, but yes, sir. I will say, like, really starting in Halo 3 and 4 and 5, like, some of their, like, sections got pretty open and wide. Like, there was, like, a good amount of exploring to be done. And, like, some of the skulls are, like, incredibly tough challenges to get to, you know? like Yeah. yeah. You may see the bandana skull, but can you grenade jump? It's going to, like, you've got to figure that out. Yeah. But the I, skull says that to you as you're looking at it. Are you going to figure <laughs> it out, bro? Can you grenade jump? <laughs> so, are, are you guys thinking it's each level's its own little box, or is it going to be a big old box? 
Yeah, that's what I would guess. Otherwise, it's it's too far of a departure if they're really trying to hone in this, like, going back in Halo's time. If 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 it's if it's open world, that would just wouldn't make sense to the series, right? I think they may do the yeah. whole like spoken hub design, you know, like the Tomb Raiders and stuff like that, where like, yeah, you're made up of like larger areas and then you've got your hallways with your quote-unquote like cinematic moments between them you know i've started to think of it as like a meal coursed out for you (laughs) you have your appetizer sandbox and then act two you have your entree sandbox yeah garnish with a you know i don't know you're right i'm just trying to and i agree with you is all i'm trying to say (laughs) but i don't know but yeah they i mean do you think this whole game is going to take place on one ring I think it's going to be like five environments. Each environment's going to be very large with multiple missions. I think it's going... This is just half-court shots here. I think it's going to challenge 343 to tell a story in a different way that I don't think they handled as well as Bungie did. I don't mean any offense. I just think there's a distinct difference between Halo 4 and 5 versus the rest of of the Halo games as far as campaigns go. I agree. For Bungie. Yeah. And um, maybe they'll do something great with this kind of pacing and plus if it's infinite if it's the last one maybe they can go down the way of like i don't know just a simplified way from my brain to think about it's like world events maybe world tendencies maybe things can change in the campaign if it's these open worlds they can add content easily or something sure i don't know i don't know what they intend to do with this halo mmo or whatever they never said mmo but they were saying it's supposed to be a living game it's going to be around forever yeah. But <laughs> but what did you guys think about like the gameplay and stuff like you know they showed off a lot of new weapons um mm-hmm. a couple you know, of them and did you see the mauler It was kind of like see a, the return of the mauler It was kind of a weird mauler though, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. And I like that DMR AR that he had like mm-hmm. the one that seemed to have like an automatic fire? Yeah. It's the CR, the combat rifle. <laughs> no, the Covenant Carbine is what it is. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I recognize those. Um, that weird, uh, what was it called? I don't think it was actually called the Fusion Coil, but it was around the time in the video that said he picked up a Fusion Coil. It was. It looked like something out of Destiny. It looked like it was shooting SIVA or something <laughs> out of it, and like yeah. a bunch of red fireballs yeah. or whatnot. Um, also like that uh, shield they showed, like that Reinhardt pop-up shield. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Bubble uh, shield, but you can shoot out of it. Hey, That's cool. 2020, baby. Here we go. <laughs> uh, I just hope there's no slides and jetpacks because it was starting to look a little uh, advanced warfare. I think there but, was a um, slide, right? There was a slide w- yep. with the grappling hook and stuff, so I don't want to s- <laughs> double jump slide, well, grappling hook, double jump slide, grappling hook. It still hook. seemed really slow. Like everything moved, like it was still very like a slow moving master chief kind of lumbering through the battlefield as yeah. like you were saying earlier, Jake, like just this unstoppable force that's just carving through these grunts and you know. Yeah. I didn't see them go for any range with the grappling hook either. No, it seemed all of it close. seemed a little unnecessary. Like if master chief could still moon jump, what's he using the grappling hook for, for half of those instances that we saw get up to the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we need 
we need to start floating away from from Halo a little bit. I know it's a big deal, but there's also like a bunch of other stuff to like. What, what do you guys want to say anything else about it? Anything you're afraid of? Anything you're you're really anticipating? I want to see its multiplayer. I want to see what they got lined up for that. Hmm. You know, I can't wait to see the hidden blade to go with the uh, grappling. <laughs> Just, no, the multiplayer. I'm so hyped about, dude. Same thing. What about you, the crow? Oh, I just I just want to continue the story, see where it goes. I guess am unlike most people that I pretty much enjoyed four and five's uh, story and the way it was told and where we are now. I'm I'm into it. I'm honestly contemplating going and playing, maybe watching Halo Wars played and go and playing Halo Wars two. Uh. <laughs> now I see Eagle's face. Uh. <laughs> Dude. No, I'll never, I'll never tell somebody that thinks something's cool is not cool. I hear you on that. The only thing that comes to my mind though is in the trailer and stuff. It looks like they've just was like Halo Five. Okay, that was a long time ago. <laughs> like we found, we've we found him floating in space again, and oh look who's back! Yeah, <laughs> look, the banished. It's old Tartarus, and he's back at it again. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> just forget about all the big robots and you know changing the universe yeah. and yeah, you know <laughs> that was a long time ago. Don't worry about that. Now I'm not saying that's for sure, but I'm just saying that's all they've suggested to us thus far. Mm-hmm. But. The Halos are still there, so there's still a fight to finish. Oh, dude, they need to pay me. That Ooh. was, that was, that was audio chocolate. Mufasa. All right. <laughs> so I have written down here. Woo! That State of Decay three trailer had a little sauce in it. It was kind of scary. The yeah, scary but then zombie you remember yeah. that it's State of Decay. Yep. <laughs> Instantly, I went. This trailer is pretty dope. Oh, it's State of Decay. Yeah. I don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Have you seen? Have you guys seen that movie Annihilation? Yes, yes. That like what? that like messed up deer remind me like of the yeah. scary bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna oh, make a confession. I thought it was maybe a goat, and I was like, oh, it's like a goat simulator thing. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, no, it's a zombie deer. No, I'm way wrong. Did, did you? Really oh, it's saved to K three. Oh dear. Did you really think that level of production would be put in a goat simulator game? <laughs> I would find it hysterical ironically. And so I think that's I think that's the fuel that Goat Simulator runs on. It's but, crazy uh, that State of Decay has that level of production. I don't know. Have you tried the Juggernaut edition? The Juggernaut edition. No. I can't cuss on the show. Um it's a uh, I don't know. It's you know what? I'm not going to stand up for it. It's State of Decay. Yeah, it it is what it is. It's they said it's early in development. It's coming to yeah. Series X, no release date. So, All right, which uh, is pretty similar to uh, the new Forza Motorsport. Dude, those cars look Dude, good. Dude, I cannot wait to see what that looks like. Like, yep, yep. Forza's huge. Like uh, I, I don't know. Forza looks better and better and better with each one. Sure. And it's, yeah. So I thought it was weird that they called this game Forza Motorsport, uh, but they didn't give it a number or anything because the last yeah, one they did yeah. was seven. So we presume this would be eight, but they didn't put it. They didn't put a number on it. Don't know if they will or not. But um, they, you know, showed off a slick trailer. Cars look great. Um, didn't talk much about it. They said it was real early. Uh, but they did say that the gum, the game is going to run at 4K 60 frames a second on Series X. So, mm-hmm. 
That's pretty huge. They showed that big old trailer that they that Phil Spencer, aka Father, said was all captured like entirely in engine. Yeah. And it looks slick. Look great, dude. Look really good. Yeah, that good. game already looks great. Game already looks great. Um, you guys remember Rare? Yeah. Yeah. Sea of Thieves? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> totally, dude. Uh, Battletoads? <laughs> hate that game. <laughs> so we saw... Um, they showed off this game a little while ago called Everwild. Um, yeah. Got some like neat look to it. Don't have much information about like what it is or what you're doing or anything. Um, some cool looking animation. Great animation. Great visuals. Um, I haven't really seen that style since like Breath of the Wild a whole lot. Like like almost looking straight up like animation. Yeah. Um, but that got a like pretty decently long cinematic trailer. Um, and I also thought this was interesting. So they said it doesn't have a release date. But it is coming to Xbox Series X. They never said Xbox One. So, mm. do you <laughs> think this could potentially be a game that doesn't hit the older consoles? I don't. I, I sure hope not. I just remember Phil Spencer saying on an interview. Um, I forget who the show was for because I'm the worst. But it was about a month ago. They were saying that they want every title to be available for every modern Xbox system. At that, at you know, out at that time. Hmm. I hmm. I gotcha. I mean, there's gonna be have to be a time which like the regular Xbox One won't won't run a game, right? Like they can't sure always keep developing for it. True. But True. I don't know. I mean, the way some of these games are looking, it's like, I don't know. I'm not a tech head, but I would say like three, four more years on the one before games are going to start leaving it behind. Because one thing I've seen on this show, you disagree? Yeah. Bruh? Oh, yeah. cool. Within, Tell me why. Uh, within a year and a half. I, I mean, didn't they didn't they just stop production of the Xbox One? Oh. Uh, they stopped the production of the Xbox One X. Okay. They're still making gotcha. the S. Okay. Okay. Got you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'll be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I noticed amongst, uh, you know, there were they had people from studios talking between these games. A lot of them kept mentioning things to the tune of how much they could do with the hardware being available. Some went so far as to say they can include music that they were never able to include before just because of the performance and the size of their projects they can do now. Sure. So that's in what you're saying, Eagle, like makes sense to me. Like, you know, they're just going to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's going to be a point to make the next big game is going to have to be even bigger. (laughs) Well, it always reminds me of um, Destiny 1. When it was what the Rise of Iron update, in mm-hmm. which they said like, "Hey, we can't, we can't do this on the 360." Like, sorry, we're not, we're not gonna do it. It's just gonna be available on the Xbox One. Like, it's not technically yeah. possible, so we have to leave it behind if we're gonna keep adding stuff. Right. So. Right. I assume that's Fair coming. Enough. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll burn through a couple ones. I just wanted to mention uh, Don't Nod, you know, the Life is Strange guys. Um, yeah. Have a new game called Tell Me Why. First chapter's coming in August. Um, Tell me mm-hmm. why. It 
look like a don't nod game. Sorry, for sure. <laughs> don't nod kills it with some stuff. I mean, I'm not completely sold. Like the vampire, I don't know. Didn't they do that remnant game that everybody was super into? Like the little rogue thing, like remnant from the ashes. Re- from the ashes. I want to say they had a hand in that, but I could be totally wrong, and I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot. I don't think that was Don't Nod. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you this. Do you got room in your tummy for more Outer Worlds? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe? (laughs) That game is good, but I don't know how good. I I mean, the game was good, and the content was funny, but the loop and the way the game was played was just starting to be like, okay, let's get to the end of this like i like the jokes but this is it's the same walking around yeah i don't, don't want to sound like a jerk but anyway, but so Paralon gorgon Paralon gorgon <laughs> uh yeah sounds new, like a pokemon new dlc coming september it's about 15 bucks it's i know they killed it though it's good it was super popular it'll be good what else you got um they showed a new trailer for grounded um yeah it was funny dude you catch the beginning it's like waiting for the next biggest game of the year wait for cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was good it was a good shout out that was pretty funny uh but yeah this is the obsidian uh like survival crafting game which with like the honey i shrunk the kids aesthetic Uh, yeah i don't know man i'm not sold it looks interesting but Spiders. Yeah, I mean it's coming out. What tomorrow? Uh, yeah, the yeah, we're gonna get to see this oh, one very soon. Yep. Yeah, you're a- right. As we record, um, you are correct. But at the end of that, they were kind of like, "Hey, Grounded's coming out. It's cool. It's not our normal thing. Um, you know, we're known for the RPGs, like the big fantasy RPGs. So." We've got a new game coming called Avowed, which is... Great mm-hmm. transition into it, by the way. Yeah. Didn't he mention something like, you're probably wondering what the next big RPG is. Mm-hmm. This wasn't it. But yeah. this is. It's like, pow! Hitting us with the Skyrim perspective. Yep. You know, like a sword in one hand and your other hand's like RGB. <laughs> like, it's close. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's probably going to be cool. Obsidian does good RPGs, so. I bet. Um, yes, 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 yes. They showed another quick one called As Dusk Falls, uh, which they describe as an interactive drama developed by a new studio. Interior Night. Interior Night. Yeah. Interior Night. Kind of a cool name. They have a backslash in their name. It is. I don't know why that's cool, but I think it's cool. So, I, I, I don't know why it's cool, but and then they shorten it to like int slash night, in night, <laughs> in night. I'm a nerd, but yeah, you're right, uh, dude. Some beautiful art. It, yeah, it in was this. very stunning. Wow, sure. wow, and it was looking heady, super heady. Mm-hmm. Not as heady as the next game I think you have on your list. Uh, Senua's Saga, Hellblade Two. <laughs> nope. Well, yep. Actually, somehow that's heavy. correct. Very maybe heavy. it was the maybe it was the next one. I was talking about Psychonauts too, but let's yep. Let's go right into it. Yeah, dude, man, I remember this during the the December show Game Awards. This was the one where she was like chanting in the camera. It was just kind of it got a little hard to. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
Yeah, they showed like a little bit more uh, of an update that said it's set in Iceland, but that's about it. Not much there. Uh, but yes, yeah, they showed off Psychonauts 2 a little bit more with a nice little Jack Black song. Cosine. Yeah. <laughs> for for what it's worth. <laughs> kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, all right. You, you sang. That's cool. <laughs> but it's coming cool. next year, 2021. Okay, okay, okay. So, wait, what do you have next on your list? Uh, I have something that a very specific person named Captain Buckeye will be excited about. Okay, so this is this is what I have to say. Are, are more Destiny? Are we talking about Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> so what is happening? What is happening? Okay, do we? It's going free to. So do we have to give them money anymore? Like what? What's up with this? Like it's beyond light. Just the, the short answer. Y- yes, somewhere you will. <laughs> y- yes, it'll be there. Yeah. What do you do? No, their their big announcement with this is their DLCs are coming to Game Pass. So like, oh okay, Beyond Light and all that stuff will be available. They said to you. Destiny's going free to play, with all current content available, because it's in Game Pass. I, I mean, I don't know if they would consume that now. And consider that free to play. Now here's something that tripped me up. Remember, they're saying that it's going Game Pass and free to play for Xbox Series X and all that. Beyond Light just got delayed. To its new release date, could that be an indication as to when the Series X will be released? Potentially. Hmm. What is new release date's in November? I believe so. I mean, that's when I would presume these new consoles are going to launch, both the PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, late November, early December. Uh, they're going to yeah. make Black Friday, I'm sure. Like, I can't be wrong, so I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm psychic. No, you're right. I mean, of course, it's going to come out right around that time. But I don't know. I heard that. I was like, hmm, when did Beyond Light get pushed back to? I wonder if this is some kind of hint. Mm. Uh, I don't know. They showed off uh, some Beyond Light stuff. All that ice stuff looked really cool. Like, I know the entire... Obstacles. The entire time I watched that trailer, all I could think about was how bananas a raid is going to be when you can build staircases with ice. Right. Like The entire trailer, I was thinking, is this what people who play it on PC get to look at? <laughs> yeah. It is like a different game, dude. It's like somebody was constantly cracking open a pinata full of like sparkles instead of confetti. And it's just blowing up all over your screen. I can feel my TV start to smoke. A little bit like just no, that's an exaggeration. I don't know. Like the frames were everything was so buttery smooth. Yeah. And what's well, a flashy trailer for sure, man. Not jiggly. Yeah, fair enough. So harness the darkness. Um <laughs> give me a on my Tinder profile. That's right. Keep swiping. <laughs> Keep swiping. The um, medium. Sheesh. Yeah, medium looks good good i think so. it looked terrifying well yeah <laughs> i mean looked, yeah it looked mm. they so they have mm. this thing that they're saying that it is patented dual reality gameplay the game is currently rendering and running two worlds that you go between in like real time yep at the same damn time it's like 
their whole hook. They 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 took the DJ Khaled hook on a game world. They were like, and another one. <laughs> and I, just, I guess you flash back and forth. Yeah, I don't know if like you control that or the game controls that, but um, the only thing that has me worried about this is like that idea seems real novel, but like, very like will the gameplay hold up to like a reason that that exists? You know, like yeah, I don't know. Oh, it'll just be like a couple like gimmick tricks type of thing. Oh, there's not a door there, but there's a door here. Yeah, you know, like how how fun are puzzles going to be when it's just like, well, nope, flip back here, flip the switch, flip yeah. back here, flip that switch. You know, because like lots yeah. of I, games have done that mechanic. Yeah. Um, but I guess their big claim to fame is that the game is running both of them at the same time. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So is, I it, mean, it, it was a cool idea when I saw the upside down in Stranger Things. Let's see how it works out as a as a loop yeah yeah as a hook i thought it was gonna be like a new silent hill or something same it it, it looks scary yeah so yeah um they showed off stalker 2 real quick Um, Mm uh hey i love the vibe of stalker that seems like it could be neat said it's like the biggest open world they've ever made like ever so Stalker has it's it's horror, but it's like a um like a like a Chernobyl like or like radiation laboratory body horror type of horror, right? Yeah, it mm-hmm. reminded me of Metro. Is like the vibe. Yeah, I Metro, that. but not in the Metro. <laughs> Above ground, non Metro. <laughs> yeah, our new game, not Metro. <laughs> and when they first showed it, I thought it might have been that Atomic Heart game. That- That's Same. what I was thinking too, bro. Same. It was but, like Atomic Heart. But there atomic wasn't enough, Heart. Like, and then I realized it sounded like I was saying Atomic Cart. And there was not enough like milky white stuff on the screen. So I was like, maybe it's not. Right. There's only like one. Yeah. Good. Atomic Heart is all about white and red yeah. all over their th- all over their trailers. There's just too much darkness. Um. So keeping things rolling so we don't just marinate all our day here. Uh, they showed off Warhammer 40,000 uh 40k Am I, is that the right way to say it in the circle 40k <laughs> yeah. um, 4k 4k warhammer technology for, my new uh, my new uh, tv's 40k i don't know if you've ever heard of that <laughs> war warhammer 40k fps uh yeah dark tide uh when they first showed this trailer i thought it might be like a um uh left for blood yeah yeah um but yeah, Dark Tide, was. four-player co-op game. I think it's going to be similar to like their Vermin Tide series. You know, kind of like this. all about the tides. Yeah, I mean, like their like their clean laundry. That's right. Like their. Um, but that trailer's I cool. Tide. I like that trailer. Mm. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't like that it wasn't Left for Dead. <laughs> yeah. <true. laughs> um, Can I say something real quick? Hit me. So, is next on your list Fantasy Star Online 2, blah, 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 blah? Absolutely not. I deleted that from the list. Okay. Me too, but I did have this. Okay, so can something say it's a 20-year anniversary if it was just, like, around? For 20, because, like, the Fantasy Star servers turned off in, like, 2008. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like if we stopped doing the show tomorrow, but then, like, got together for a reunion in, in like, you know, however 16 years, be like, it's our 20-year yeah. <laughs> special. Uh-huh. It's like, does it count? Yes, if you wanted to, and if you're Fantasy All Star. Right, we'll, <laughs> All right, yeah. we'll count it. Yeah, emphasize fantasy, but gotcha, gotcha carry on uh i was like 
weirdly excited for Tetris Effect Connected. It was a lit little trailer too. Oh, like Tetris Effect never came to Xbox, and nope. I wanted to play it real bad because I really liked how they integrated music into Tetris. So, um, I'll be curious to see. Like, here's the one thing: I just hope I can play Tetris Effect. I don't really. I'm not interested in the competitive online aspect of Tetris. Yeah, we'll get smoked. You don't want to play Battle Royale. I mean, I'll play Tetris Tetris Royale. Royale. That was okay. Absolutely. Um, next up Absolutely. we got Doomfist or <laughs> the, No Chance. The Gunk. Never mind, that's what it's called. Yeah. And this eh? And this eh? And this eh? Um I don't have any notes about the gunk. The gunk looked pretty cool, I think. Yeah. It looked yeah. Third what person. Did it remind me of action adventure. Not Super Mario Sunshine. It reminded but... me of Savage Planet a little bit. Yeah, exactly. There That's you go. exactly what there I thought. You go. Savage Planet. Thank you. Um, but yeah, seems. So we saw right. some. Um, we saw some Crossfire X content. So, we saw a Crossfire X campaign. In which, yeah. here's the here's a huge kicker that like, that gave me a headache immediately. It's Crisis. No, do Just you playing. do you know who's working on the Crossfire X campaign? No. Remedy. Whoa, I'm there. Like, isn't that weird? It's it's in the control universe. Also, I didn't know Crossfire was like 15 years old either. Yeah. It's, it was a PC game, I think. Yeah, it's huge in China. Oh, I didn't know that. But, yeah, first-person shooter campaign done by Remedy. Yeah. I, like, I, I have guns, crisis-like gameplay, lightsaber knives. Yeah, but we played some of that Crossfire X beta, and it was bad. So, <laughs> hopefully, the story is interesting. Did it look as good as that footage that we saw from this? No. No, gotcha. Fair enough. Not at all. Uh, but this is a standalone thing. You got to buy this. Crossfire X is uh, free to play, but the campaign you got to buy. So, gotcha. Maybe they'll put some cloud behind it. Pay Sam Lake. Uh, and then we had one uh, one more big thing that they showed, kind of their little like, hey, one more. I was wondering the whole time. Last one. Wondering. We got Fable, boys. Yeah. And love to see it. We called it, boys. We called. Yeah, it, it was like a it. year and a half ago. At least like two years ago, <laughs> we were little pod babies. We started talking that s. Yeah, playground games. Yeah. making the new Fable. Love to see it they also I'm showed nothing it. about it like yes. literally <laughs> the nothing. name maybe they'll go for like what it was always supposed to be now that that is possible maybe i remember back in the project ego days before fable was fable and they're talking about how like sometimes there'll be snow on the ground because it's winter time it's like nope nah. it's like your character will grow old over your campaign nah. i mean they did his hair went gray <laughs> a little bit <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But Fable. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's exciting. I hope, I hope they can nail it. Um, I hope they nail it too. So that was the showcase showdown for Xbox. This is still no dates, no Elden Ring. <laughs> Useless. Bad showcase. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. 86 it. <laughs> 
but they had a like a nice yeah. wide range of games from like different creators, different genres. Looks cool. And the I know we didn't want to talk about it with every game, but the Game Pass argument for all this stuff, like Yeah. I mean, sign me up. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. So it is huge indeed. How's Tsushima, guys? That's what you guys have been up to this week? I'm obsessed, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I was kind of afraid of being boring. Uh, I downloaded a lot of the, the demos they were showing off and just didn't play them. <laughs> just <laughs> Good. I just played uh, Ghost of Tsushima and... Um, you know, some, some Overwatch every now and then, but mostly Ghost of Tsushima. I guess I do have a couple points to add because I wasn't that far in when we were playing. Mm-hmm. And I've read a couple more reviews on it. And, um, you know, I know it doesn't reinvent the wheel as far as games. And that's kind of like a problem that a lot of people have to with it as far as some of the reviews that I've read. But like it's pretty solid, and it's a it, it's a labor of love. Like you can tell it in there just from the intuitive quality of life changes that you see in this game. Like it's not trying to like bend the medium like a lot of big AAA games that are coming out there. They're just little things in here that just show the work of people who've done this for years, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm really into it. Like the following characters moving at your pace. Oh my god. Like, what a life-changing thing. Like, instead of, like, half walking, half running, you're like, they just they just stay in front of you. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. I appreciate a game that does that. like that. Yeah. I mean, the just the, the camera angles and just kind of how the combat flows is really a big nod to, like, how those old movies were shot. And it really does come across and... Um, in some junctures in the game and i really do appreciate that it just gives i don't know a smoothness to the game that a lot of others don't kind of how god of war was for us you know no loading screens it was just kind of like constantly going and you just felt satisfied by that you know i, I mm-hmm. get that same satisfaction from the the way that the camera moves and and go in transitions in this game yeah I agree with you. I think it's deeper than just the idea of bandit camps and, you know, like what people say, like the loops kind of being a little, you know, just um, old school. It's to me, I see a lot of new things like the story being told through gameplay. Like Mm. you were just mentioning, there are only two buttons. You swing a sword one way or you swing a sword another way. But as you work, you're unlocking stances and as you're fighting different enemies, like a stance will unlock that could help you with some of the ones you've been challenged with further in the game. You have a stance that can deal very well with spears and pole arms. And that kind of simulates your journey and your proficiency, mm-hmm. you know, as you become stronger and stronger and stronger, you become this legend. And, um, I see them kind of telling the story through that. It's like, it's not levels that you go through that are progressing the story. It's your skill points. They're filling up meters and your story's progressing like that. Mm. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Anyways, Dude, I'll, I'll there's just a lot of good things about it. It's super chill and doesn't get old. The, the stance switching, you know, you're fighting somebody with a shield, somebody with a sword, you're switching it up, and you just feel like you get better as you go. Uh, keeping it brief, because we're almost out of time here, and spoiler-free, um, Jacob, I, I feel like I'm 70% the way of 
basically maxing out uh like all my skill trees and everything i have i'm still in the first area uh is that nice. accurate to your gameplay nope nope not at all i'm about if you're saying you're 70 i would say i'm 40 to 50 but i do like how when you revisit locations as you progress there are new people with new word bubbles yes you know yes. and so it mm-hmm. kind of gives you that incentive to keep going back and forth Oh yeah, I've been just zigzagging across. <laughs> and the more level, the more things you learn, it doesn't make the game easier. It doesn't trivialize it. You just have more answers for fights. Mm-hmm. Just makes it's combat really cool. deeper. Like, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's not like you get the ultimate sword that's one hit kill. It's like no, Aww. you can just when you parry, you can get one more bit of resolve, mm-hmm. which goes a long way in a fight, and it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I watched yeah, some of this what week. I want to looks great. I want to ask you a couple questions, Eagle, because I'm still fan, uh, fancy as f about this uh, Rogue Company. Is that what's it? Rogue I mean, Company. As someone that hasn't played it, in my opinion, it looks like trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so. I bought it and I still didn't play it. <laughs> oh boy! All right, uh, Rogue Company. Sell us that used car, Eagle, and begin. Low miles. Uh, <laughs> hot Zero heat, down. Cold air. Bring only one W2. owner. <laughs> it had one minor wreck. Um, yeah, Rogue Company is a game that I knew nothing about, and then I started to hear rumors about it, like, swirl real quick. It's made by Hi-Rez. Do you know who that is? Yes. They are the uh, studio that did Smite, uh, Paladins, Realm Royale. Um, you can see it all. Yeah, you can art. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, they... But heard that nice nice fact nugget. That was good. I don't want to ever disparage like a studio or anything, but they, to me, always seem like someone who's trying to like capitalize on a trend. Right, like Overwatch hits, they do Paladins. Dota is and League are huge. They do Smite, and you know, like mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. You, I mm-hmm. mean, you really can't argue with what you're saying. Like no, and like they wouldn't know. argue either. <laughs> I I think that's the model, and they like seem to do okay with for themselves with it too. Um, yeah. So what are they aping with this one? Uh, Counter Strike slash Valorant oh, to be so more. We're specific. talking round based here, huh? Yeah. So. Um, Round based. Um, now there are special hooks to it. Or it's a third-person shooter, um, which your Counter Strikes and CS:GO is all first-person. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little more console-friendly um, with the third-person setup. You know, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but it is cross-play, PC, Xbox. Like you can match together. You can turn it on and off type of thing. Um, but yeah, so the game is basically around these, uh, what they call rogues. They're like your operators, your agents, your characters, or whatever. Um, and they all have special abilities, as well as certain loadouts. So, unlike Counter-Strike or Valorant, um, when the round starts, you have that like buy option, right? Like to buy your gun or grenades or, you know, like whatever. You, you're kind of like character-specific. So, like, this character has a DMR, this character has a shotgun. Um, each character always has two options for primary weapons and two options for gadgets, like your grenades, your C4. 
Uh, are those options set, or are they to choose from the pool, the whole pool? They're set. So, like, okay. Saint will always have, like, an AR and a submachine gun. Those are his two options. Got you. Um, which, I, I, I don't like that aspect of it, because it's like, I really like Saint. I really like his abilities. I don't like his primary weapon, but... I really like Dima's primary primary weapon or Ronan's primary weapon. Um, so that's a little bit of a bummer. But um, other than that, yeah, you kind of have these ultimate abilities. They're charged at the start of the round. So, like, everybody fires them off, <laughs> like, almost immediately. Um, <laughs> you they, don't have to earn them? Not at first? No. No. They Everybody's nice. full charged. Um, um, and then, yeah, you earn money for... Uh, killing people, resing people, planting the bomb. You know, you got the A, B, bomb site type of thing. Um, it's okay. I was really cold on it to start. Uh, but playing with the fellas this weekend, it warmed up a little bit on me. Uh, like, it still boils down to, like, I've got a lot of games I can play. And, yeah. like, if I'm going to play, like, a competitive shooter with my buddies, I don't think this one's going to like make the cut yeah like the newness of this is intriguing but don't know if it's really gonna and like stick around they do some really fun things so like when the round starts both teams are like above the map in like a drop ship and you wingsuit into the map now you can't really get far enough away from your spawn to make it a difference or anything but it's just like a fun interactive way of like do I want to go to A? Do I want to go to B? You know, just kind of like you start that way. And you can see where the other team's dropping as well. So you can kind of get a little uh, tactical view of That's that. That's cool. And I really like How the many maps. Characters? I, I love Sorry, the maps. go ahead. Are they lane-based? Yeah, for sure. Three, three lanes. You know, the, gotcha. the Call of Duty Counter-Strike stuff. You know, like you got middle, you got two rights. Or right and the left. What's got you so uh, so into them? Is it like the the art, like the design? Is it clever clever placement? Is it yes, um, all of the above? I really like the like the near future aesthetic of all the maps. There's like a um, a shipyard where there's like two ships and then like a dock kind of in between them, so you're kind of flowing between the points of interest, and they've got some good verticality, uh, but nothing like too crazy you're not going to be like a floor above someone um just like some stairs here and there or like sitting on a box you know brent i know you're real familiar with counter-strike uh what's yeah. the map dust dust two you know sure. it's, it's like there's a little bit of verticality there so it's like when you come around the corner you've got to look up or right you know like there's going to be sure. options here so you know and it's it's very similar to those games. It's super deadly, right? Everybody's made of glass. So, like, a few bullets will do the trick. You know, it's it's very fast. It just, it just really looks like they were, someone was playing Gears of War and said, let's make Gears of War, but tactical, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or the division. I mean, it doesn't look horrible, but... It, it feels know. like a stiff division when, like, you move your character. Sure. Yeah. I guess the last question I have is how many characters they have to choose from to start with. So they've got a couple different packs for sale. I believe this game is going to be free to play at some point. 
um, at least for consoles. I think it may be on PC already. Um, but so they have a $15 pack and a $30 pack. The $15 pack, I think, gets you like five or six. And the $30 pack gets you the rest, which I think is maybe like... Ten, seven, or f- <laughs> ten or fifteen total. So that's a lot of characters. Yeah, and like, yeah, they're pretty varied, you know, on what they do. Yeah, it's all right. I could see this game kind of sticking around for a while. Like, it wouldn't surprise me to hear or like open your friends list and see people playing Rogue Company. Like, it's okay. Yeah, got you. Well, I mean, I, I'm. I really want to play Ghost of Tsushima, but I'll, I'll try and turn it on this way. I did the tutorial. I did the tutorial, and it's like Overwatch's tutorial and like a lot of tutorials that like it's just how to move, how to how to conduct yourself in the game. It doesn't. It's not indicative of what you encounter or what you actually play. And when I was playing, I was just like, oof, like okay. And that burns me up with these objective style games because it's like Overwatch needs to show you like what a payload does and like why you should be on it or stop yeah, it. Yeah, Overwatch know? needs a tank tutorial, man. <laughs> yes, it At does. At the very least. Yes, it does. At the very least. Anyways. But. Sorry I can't chime in with you on the whole Rogue Company thing. It just it really just kind of scared me away, even though even though I bought it. I just can't. <laughs> like, I no, don't. you just wanted to play Ghost, and that's understandable. Thank you, Brent. Yeah? Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, Eagle, if you don't have any more... Uh, uh, thoughts to share on Rogue Company. I'm actually kind of anxious to hear how the uh, the public has taken to it. This just hit what three days ago? Something like that. Was it third? Was it like the 23rd or 24th? I believe. Yeah. Of July. It was right before the weekend, I believe. Understood. Mm-hmm. So I I found out about it because I opened my friends list and all of my friends were playing a game I've never heard of before. I'm like, did. That Star Wars game come out? Rogue Rogue? Oh, wait. No, that's Squadrons. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, Rogue Company. So I'm kind of interested to hear how the rest of the public took to it, bud, with your fantastic statistics-taking skills. That's a hard sentence to say. <laughs> well, let's get into it. <laughs> I like how the glasses are equipped. You into your inventory. <laughs> that's right, Press man. <laughs> Plus one to dex. Nice. Um, yeah so um each week on overachievers we like to take a look at a game's achievements um and judge the public with some of the most common achievements down to some of the rarest so um yeah we'll take a look at rogue company this week because hey numbers pretty surprising (laughs) so here's the first one jake that i thought we were going to be able to call bs on but then you gave me a little bit more information um which is the uh, achievement for ambush, which is to down an enemy without taking return damage. What? And that's at 100%. Wow. Crazy. Because it counts the tutorial enemies. I'm just kidding. It does, I believe. Does it? Oh, (laughs) my bad. (laughs) I saw somebody uh, post a... um, uh, Something on Twitter is like, hey, I haven't played a match yet, but I have an achievement for killing somebody without taking return damage. Uh, Maybe there's a a bug. I don't know. Uh, That's funny. But so, yeah, we've got the achievement for unflappable, which is to complete the tutorial. And that's at a pretty good 93.02%. 
Hell yeah. So somebody came in there, got that initial achievement, was like, that's all I need. See ya. I'm not completing <laughs> this. Um, then I got the <laughs> achievement for money bags, which is to accrue okay. a total of $70,000 in a single match. Which, okay. I mean, it's a pretty good amount of cash. You got to be doing some work in the, in the rounds, you know? You're not it gonna... depends on that percentage. Depends on that percentage. 78.11%. Oof, hmm. that just tells me things are expensive in Rogue Company. So, like, your primary weapon is $8,000. Something tells me I'm wrong. <laughs> That's not nearly as expensive if you get 70000 But to in upgrade a single it, match and everybody can do it. Each weapon can take three upgrades, and those are five grand a piece. Oh. Um, Whoa. Which, boy, they don't tell you that. I'm walking around with an AK. I'm like, man, he seems like he has more bullets than I do. It's like, yeah, he, yeah, he like, sure does. Feel like you feel like hmm. you're shooting Nerf darts. Yeah, I'm. That's I can get into builds. Like that could be something to get me into playing. If you can just turn that into, you know, well, so equipment. Like that's what I've been doing because one of the characters I was playing with has a perk that reloads her magazine when you down an enemy, and so, like. I was Very you know, cool. using a submachine gun, and when I got it down, it would just reload, and then I had a perk for fast reload with her and a perk for Whoa. reload while sprinting. So, like, always have bullets. Running gun. <laughs> just, like, Literally. always have bullets. Um, but with that, you have limited ammo, too. Like, you can run out. So, right. But you always have uh, ammo and, like, pistol if you if you need, but... Um, cool. It's kind of neat. Like there are some definite builds and like situational things to do with these characters. Did you see a meta forming? It's tough to tell because with the breakup of characters, not everybody has all the characters. So it's like, right? There's a chick right now. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say there's a character that I feel like is super broken because she like sets you on fire and it causes damage over time and stuff. But it's like, I rarely see her. You know, so like. I don't, I don't know if she's just not meta or, like, if nobody owns her. Like, I don't know. Hmm. It's new. People are trying to figure out stuff, you know. People are using ultimates in weird ways, you know. Um, next up, I got an achievement for Zeal, which is to down an enemy with a melee weapon. Which... Nice. It's at 68.86%. It's, it's okay. Um, the melee weapons really confused me. Uh, cause like you have to like pull out the melee weapon and then like you, there's like a baseball bat or a sword or an ax like type of thing, which I'm like, I'm never going to like swing at somebody with an ax when I have a gun, you know, like, it's yeah, really right. a game full of guns. But then I like, after doing the tutorial and stuff, you can throw it at someone and it's a one hit yeah, kill. Uh, sure can. Like just one hit kill and you can throw them real Do far. You just lose your melee weapon though. You can go pick it up, and also you'll you never use that melee weapon again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But like, Fair enough. I got a really good one. Like, it was like the seventh round of a match, and it was like the enemy was going to the same spot over and over and over again with a sniper. And so, like, I just bought the baseball bat, rounded a corner, and threw it up there, and just one hit killed her. It was like, oh, nice. Like, okay, tomahawk for the win. Yeah, dude. Like, there's definitely like <laughs> a use for it. Nice. Um, so, last couple I've got is uh, Thrifty, which is to win a match without purchasing a primary weapon. So, just using your pistol. 
Um, and that's at 24.91%. Huh. So. So I guess it's hard to win that match with uh, lower firepower. Definitely. Uh, but Understood. we, Carrie, uh, Celis, and I have got this achievement because the other team quit on us. And so on the first round. Ah. Uh. So <laughs> we just finished out the game without buying a weapon. I think gave you that achievement. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't finish the match. It just starts every round, and then, like, you automatically win each round, and then you're back in the dropship, and, like, it goes Come through on, all right. the Weird. <laughs> high res, but not high effort. Uh, um, <laughs> but, but then, uh, rarest of the rare, we've got all I do is win, which is uh, to win 100 matches, which the game's new. This is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, but it is rare, down at 0.04%. Hmm. Ooh. How long does a match last? Like, I mean, in in CS:GO, you know, you could literally be playing a single game for ninety minutes, easy. Oh. Now this, like, oh. I think your longest oh. round would probably be like a half an hour. Like, okay. if you if you go full stack, um, it's the first is seven. So. Gotcha. That's really long, though. If it can be half an hour around. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. You you go you could go fifteen rounds maybe. If you flexed everything mm. out, right? Does so it take a long like, time to catch a game? So the servers have been all over the place, but when they were working right, now nah, it's pretty quick to get in and out of matches. Awesome, yeah, awesome. But shout well, thanks to, for that, Eagle. Shout out to you, overachievers, getting it in Rogue Company, uh, an okay game that I don't know if will will stick. We'll see. Rogue. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a hater. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like most of my friends are reporting back having a great time with this. So I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. I think you may like it. I think you may hate it. It, It's going to go one way. Yeah. I don't even know myself sometimes. (laughs) But what I do know is that all of us appreciate everyone listening right now. And, uh, Everybody, yeah, so just thank you. So um, <clears throat> just take this time before we close up shop here to remind everybody of the social network that we partake in. We are at Edgy Stances at most of the mo- most of the outlets, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We have a Discord. Get in there too. If you want to help us out, ratings and reviews, I know podcasts always ask for that. That does help. It's, it warms our heart. It lets us know what we're doing. And uh, word of mouth is really the best way to help. Uh we're on Apple Podcasts, of course, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, most of your, if not all of your podcast catching apps. We're also broadcast on Dash Internet Radio. That's right. Thursdays. Help me with the time so I don't mess it up, please. 9 p.m. Eastern Time on the Multiplayer Channel. There you go. They have a whole channel dedicated to gaming. So that's Dash Internet Radio. You can catch us, those new episodes, Thursdays. And, uh, yeah, we also game, too, believe it or not. <laughs> Sometimes we stream. So, so Bird Gang, where can we find y'all if you're, if you're out there? Uh, I'm always on the Discord, so just hit me up in there. Um, I'll tell you when and if I'm streaming, what I'm playing. And, yeah, just have a good time in the chat. There's a lot of good guys in there. That's right. Sure is. Uh, you can find me at Best Eagle Alive pretty much anywhere. Thank
Stories. And I'm Jacob, that's Rattleboyal. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just remember, everybody, take care. Keep your heads up. Keep your hands washed. And, um, yeah, holler back at us about what you're gaming and such. Check out Energy Stances. And uh, for the rest of the week, just remember, stay ever. Thank you. Have the best day you've ever had. Thank you.